0: you <laughs> It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling. I am your captain. He is El Jefe, and tonight, well, the people smell what The Rock is cooking, and they're not hungry. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get all this in. That's only the tip of the iceberg.
1: The iceberg, indeed. Trust me, nobody wants uh, his leftovers. Speaking of such, coming up tonight, Cody is stuck between a rock and a hard place, and hard times, I should say. Anthem. Fuck mm-hmm. with TNA for no good goddamn reason. Hangman and Swerve, go the distance. Dr. Kingpin will be here to respond to the Cypher. And the world's greatest backstage interview, Ben Reisnick, returns to speak with a captain. Make sure you're subscribed right here to youtube.com forward slash maxrest follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcasts. And make sure you hit that subscribe button there. And of course, head on over to the Beauty Dumb website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. To get all of these links and a whole bunch more
0: Hell yeah Uh, So to start the show, join the conversation As we posted the Well, there's only two hot topics this week (laughs) Because that's all we friggin' need Um, Seriously If you're in the Max Ross and Facebook group, hopefully you saw it last night Um, I don't think many Comments actually got on it, but we didn't need it Because everybody was talking about these topics anyway So let's get straight into them Because as Moses said, we do have a lot to get through Once again, so What do you want to talk about?
1: so what do you want to talk about
0: so without question the biggest topic is the rock the roman and the cody rhodes situation um i'm actually surprised you guys haven't had time to jump on tsk with this one i was expecting a
1: huge video right away so the reality is is like um editing got in the way and it all it is is uh is is unfortunately and harold will like kind of get a giggle out of this one his internet's been so choppy so he's dropped in and out of hand a bunch of times so matching him up has been a pain in the butt but those actually shockingly believe it or not are going to drop after today not only will we get that one spoiler alert there'll be a, a an nxt review coming along with it but no um absolutely utterly gigantic news um we rarely watch Raw, the TSK does. I mean, hell, I'm pretty, you know I mean? We, we watch it on the basis of we got to review the shit. So yeah. when- I mean,
0: I do the weekly recaps and I pretty much just read the highlights.
1: Exactly. I was just going to say, I was like, I watched the highlights. So that's about all I'm into. But then again, when this kind of thing happens, it makes you stop thinking and have to watch it. So I've always like joked about like, oh, hey, the only reason the Rock comes back is to re a title or uh, debut a new title, blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, apparently, and, and I mean, take this for how it was. This guy walked in, literal Scorpion King said, "This is what we're going to do." You know, it's WrestleMania nine all over again. You got to put over <laughs> the big guy.
0: Hakuma Shente
1: at a boy, and
0: yes, I still remember. So
1: the quote. He, he he I'm There's there's kids <laughs> that are scratching their head. What the hell is he talking about? Did it, go back and do some history. Um. But to get back on track, uh, the it's the stupidity. Well, I mean, you have to. Well, I I think we all need to understand very quickly that there's all this heat on Vince right now, so that's the main thing. All the heat on Vince, all the negativity, regardless if he's out of the WWE and TKO or not, it's still negative towards them. So he thought spinning a curveball. Now, granted, it's come out as it being something different, but. As of right, as of initial reactions, it was hey, let's take the heat off of them and put it on me, so I can main event WrestleMania. And it, for no god, no good goddamn reason, other than he pulled what he did with CM Punk, and well, I'm the Rock. And yeah, the, the internet fucking exploded.
0: That is such a, a backhanded gift. Hey, we'll take the heat off Vince and put it on me. So that I get to main event in WrestleMania. Uh, and this time, there's, there, there's no hiding from it. It's pretty much been made clear that this was The Rock's suggestion, his power play, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it the whole situation is so confusing because most of the reports are saying they knew about this a while ago. So why the fuck did they still make Cody win the Rumble? Um,
1: Seriously.
0: And li- lately, even when he won the Rumble, he pointed straight at Roman. Like, why are you building this up for us if you know you're going to take it away in advance?
1: They fucking hate us, I think. I, I don't know. Um, I wish I knew the reason.
0: But for me, it's not even the whole thing that The Rock came in and took his spot. It's why. They haven't. It makes no sense. It's, even with Cody's promo on SmackDown saying, I still want that title. I still want to beat you for it. But I'm not going to do it at WrestleMania. Uh, oh, here's The Rock. Why? Why?
1: yeah, why how does that
0: make any sense?
1: Nope.
0: And going after the world title doesn't make any sense either because the whole point of finishing the story is to win the title that his dad never won, which is the w w e title. Dusty had the world title? Like three not times? not this world title, but it look it looks similar.
1: They I'm about to say I was like it's on the same wavelength. Hell, yeah. if that's if that's the thing, dude, like you basically won the equivalent when you won the TNA or not the TNA, when you won the fucking NWA belt from Nick Aldis.
0: Yeah, and the ROA so, style.
1: yeah, so it's like, dude, you know what I mean? Like so you've hit that spot. It is this fucking title, the WWE Championship, the one that he says was literally stolen from him like the next night or whatever, two nights later it was ripped away from him. <laughs> You ruined it. Like we finally had the anticipation. Well, it was like, oh crap, well, Punk's gonna ruin it and this and that. And we got to be chill and zen and calm as they say. And then it was all right, fucking as we say in the TSK, Corey gets to finish the story. And no. Yeah. There's it, the writing is on the wall, is there. There's people in love with the idea that Cody gets to come back. Oh, the story, oh the this, oh the oh the oh the. And then Uncle Dewey. Just because, but it's like I mean I know what you literally just covered it and I just covered it, but that's the fucking problem. Is it's we're doing this loop to come back to nothing. There's he's not plugging a movie. He's not. Um, he's not gonna be like a fucking. He's not gonna be a part of the roster long term. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the fuck? Like, I'm trying to come up with reasons. I'm truly trying to come up. Is he going to have his own Netflix show? Is that what it is? Somebody tell me, please, because it just doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense at all. And then they're spinning it because this is the part that kills me. So now they're spinning it for, hey, 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 Cody's going to look like fucking Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan all over again. No, he's not. No, he's not. He looks like a fucking moron. Because it, he went out there and gave his spot away because The rock.
0: It, it would take a huge swerve now to get him on the left. I mean, popularity wise, oh, absolutely. People fucking love Cody. And well, yeah. um, I'm actually very proud of the fan base for not falling off the bandwagon. Like they've really kept up with this backlash. Uh, I think we want Cody was trending for three days. Um, but then I want, The We Want Rocky ones Just started coming in as well They started creeping in
1: Yeah, I was gonna say there's always like, was, gonna be was,
0: somebody That's like, oh, that's the way the internet goes, in, so I'm gonna go this way
1: It, it was, I was say it was going so great Where it was just like, <laughs> heck yeah, dude You know what I mean? Camaraderie, we want Cody Blah, 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 blah And then it was like, I'll fucking kill your mother If you don't yeah. make it. like,', whoa, 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 dude
0: Somebody oh, always man. ruins the good times
1: The turd in the punch bowl <laughs>
0: Um For me, the only way really they can get past this now is if Cody beats Roman at Elimination Chamber, but apparently we've been hearing for months that Roman's not working the chamber. Or you have Roman work nights one and two, but that's not going to fucking happen.
1: That's what I... Who was saying that? I think DC brought that up. Spoiler alert for the fucking show coming out. Yeah,
0: Well, Um, I brought it up last year because there was rumors of Rock and Roman last year, and I was like, okay, we'll do Cody on night one and Rock Roman night two. But uh, obviously, it was supposed to happen last year, and then Rock uh, got caught up in movies or Roman. whatever.
1: Yeah, Black Adam.
0: Uh, well, that, was we'll worth that, it. that was well worth it. Um, <laughs> And like, there's people saying this year, well, you've wanted this match for so long. Like, yeah, Rock and Roman is a dream match, and it has been for years, and it's been rumored for years. But you've literally just completely interrupted a great two-year story that you've been building.
1: Yeah. now again um, you have to say that because the reality was is it should have just been a one-year story it' yeah. have been a thing you know uh, oh we hey. gotta get
0: him to a thousand whatever days
1: so whatever so, so so we held on yeah okay so so we held on you you put him you put Cody Rhodes in an elite class with guys like I think uh Randy orton's a uh, two-time Royal Rumble winner mm-hmm. Steve Austin is and I think hbk I think that's the only three and, and then now Cody yeah, so it's like
0: uh, there's only Sean, Austin, Cody, and Hogan that were back to back. Oh, that's I right. I think Cena or Orton never won them back to back.
1: That yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So he's in it again. So then he's in an even higher of an elite class. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it so much for that one. You just fucking you just put him on a higher pedestal. <laughs> and again, he he then looks again. Okay, so let's. I want to go because I'm already like relapping myself in my brain. Let's go back to the, to the Brian Danielson comparison. Why did Brian Danielson get so over? Because he got fucked over. Because mm-hmm. the authority didn't believe in him. He's a B-plus player. You're not the guy. Blah, 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 blah. You're a piece of shit. Climb through these hoops, motherfucker. And he did. And we loved him. And it started, and it was a movement, and it was a thing, and it lasted fucking almost two years, except the fact that he kept getting hurt. Yeah. Fast forward to today... This is not that. This is not that at all. This is not a fighting a fighting champion waiting for his opportunity, chomping at the bit, you know, the, the the machine's fucking him over. You know, not The Rock, not the guy that's just like, oh, well, yeah, let me, you know, hey, thanks for giving me the spot. No, if The Rock showed up and, like, even if he did this, and let's be honest for a second because we could fix all of this right now if The Rock had came out, st- like, did, like, a three-wave stare down and then hit Cody and then just looked at Roman. You could have literally made The Rock a bad guy, and this could have been so much easier to take, so much easier to take. Because again, it is the machine screwing over the guy we want. But instead, it's this guy pretty much saying, like, well, I'm not, I'm not better than Roman, or I'm not better than The Rock. I'm not as big as The Rock. So yeah, hey, yeah, you take my spot. You've yeah. just belittled yourself, Cody Rhodes.
0: And you also proved um, CM Punk's point a few weeks back. Which I love that that promo was aged like fine wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's really annoying that The Rock came in all happy-go-lucky, smiley Dwayne Hollywood Dwayne. Everybody loves yeah. The Rock, yeah, we do. But y- y- you're being a prick right now, um. And it's just completely slapped him in the face. And yeah. we heard uh, Rocky sucks chance for the first time since I think it was 1996. <laughs>
1: Yeah, good old days
0: Like, I don't think Rock even got this much heat When he beat Punk Like, people were pissed off about it Because obviously Punk had to hit this historic reign This was back when they didn't give people year-long reigns This was pretty rare And Punk did it And Mm -hmm. then it ended to a part-timer And took him out of WrestleMania Yeah But there's no way they can have this match now Rock versus Roman without people shitting on all over it.
2: What well, fuck? How long
1: was the goddamn video up on YouTube before it got tripled or quadrupled in dislikes over likes?
0: Oh, uh, like eight hours. I think it, it was it, like eight hours. It was like one hundred and fifty thousand, then it went up way past two hundred thousand.
1: They re- then they decided, well, let's drop out another one without Cody in it, and it still yeah. got a, a more. It still got like forty thousand, fifty thousand dislikes. God, it's when. Like, but
0: WWE know they fucked up when they take down a video and re upload it with a little bit trimmed out. Um and people are still gonna piss all over it.
1: As they should. It's like
0: we've already seen it. You're not hiding anything. You fucked up.
1: You fucked up royally. You refuse yeah. to acknowledge it. How to do it. Um, and now and now we're and now we're stuck because you said it beautifully. There's nothing. There is nothing you can do besides maybe fuck, I don't know, make it a triple threat?
3: But then even Mm. then, even then,
2: do you give a shit?
0: I don't think they'd go with a triple threat because they want this majesty of Rock versus Roman. I think they almost want to duplicate Rock and Hogan, Icon versus Icon, what was it, 12 years ago?
1: uh, uh, The Rock's exact words... I think so, something like that. The Rock's exact words were, "This is an, you know, I want this to be an iconic moment," and that was his words. And his wording was iconic, iconic, iconic. So it's like, great. So you're Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That explains. So he's really yeah. Hulk Hogan. This explains everything. It's full circle. You become it's the full thing. Full circle. Uh,
0: and oh and I was ten God. years behind. It was twenty-two years ago. Fuck, I feel old.
1: Seriously. So now, now I was twenty years old. And not only is he the Rock, to, he is he the Hogan to to the Roman's Rock, but he is literally being Hulk Hogan as he's going to take over WrestleMania from Bret Hart. A. Yeah,
0: a and Williams. they were both babyfaces. Well, Hogan was a heel; he turned babyface during a match, but like Roman's full heel. So yeah, I'm really intrigued by this press conference tonight because Rock Rock says it's going to be something people are going to talk about forever. They have damage control to do, um, and they somehow have to save their big WrestleMania 40, not just any WrestleMania, 40 main events, because people are going to reject it. Not everybody, but people are going to reject it.
1: And then aren't they in Vegas?
0: They're in Vegas for the press conference tonight, yeah.
1: Where Green is landed that? Where- in
0: his private jet.
1: Where is Mania is Mania in Vegas?
0: Mania's in Philly, which is even in funnier Philly. because last time oh, Wayne and Roman were in Philly, Philly gave them hell because Roman won the Rumble and Rock exactly. helped
1: him. Yeah, and all, that, all the Rock did was stand there. Now and he's there. Ph- now he's taking a dude's spot.
0: And I'll never forget the look on the Rock's face when he raised Roman's hand at the Rumble. Philly starts shitting all over Roman and Rock's just like, huh.
1: I don't, I don't that, that's not the reaction sound. I expected. He's like, it. It is this nineteen ninety six all over again. <laughs> I, it's no, bro. It's not. Oh goodness gracious! It's gonna be. It's gonna be something. Because again, I was like, oh well, Vegas is like, it's not gonna be too bad. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, it, they're going to be. Gonna, they're gonna be in fucking Philly. Pfft. They're gonna get it. Oh, they're gonna yeah. get it.
0: I don't. I don't think Philly likes Roman already. If they still feel the way they did nine years ago. I mean, obviously, Roman's changed a lot since then, but uh, this might remind Philly that, wait a minute, not this shit again.
1: That's exactly what it's going to be, some shit.
0: And I I do feel conflicted, because obviously I grew up in the 90s, I always loved The Rock. I've always said he's, like, one of the guys, one of the people in Hollywood that you really can't hate, because he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. And he's so charitable, and he's always got time for people and everything, but... uh, this is really souring me on him and no offense. I've always been a more of a stone cold guy anyway, but hey. obviously I'm always happy to see rock. I always pop. We we popped for him the last two times he showed up on SmackDown before this week. Um, But this ain't the time.
1: No, it's really not. And again, like I said, you could have showed up, been an, been an asshole, been a dickhead heel. You know what I mean? But again, you're a part of the board, so you can't exactly be a bad mm. guy. So, but,
0: or save it for Summerslam because we know Sam Cody's gonna Sam. finish the story anyway. They don't need the title for Rock and Roman. We've always said this.
1: Where is Summerslam, by the way? Uh,
0: I'm not sure they've announced where it is. Oh, then never mind.
1: I was gonna say like let it be like in somewhere cool like fucking Florida where it would make perfect sense.
0: Oh, <laughs> ah, they just had the Rumble in Florida, didn't they? Ah, shit. Yeah.
1: Right. They go to Canadian. It'll it'll make sense. They both played Canadian football. There you go. ba now. You're welcome. <laughs> Bastards.
0: Oh, man. But, yeah, they got some damage control to do. Um, and so did... Well, not TNA. I'm, I'm not blaming TNA for this. This is all Anthem. Um, <laughs> Anthem, obviously, TNA's parent company, uh, fired Scott Demore last night. And there seems to be absolutely no good reason for it. They fired him because they, they want TNA to be recognized more as part of Anthem and not just... This little thing in the corner that they own. Uh, so, how, how does Scott DeMore affect that? Why can you not just leave him in power?
1: I was just going to say, in what way? In, well, first off, let me ask this question to Anthem. In what way have you made yourself prominent within Impact Wrestling prior to it being TNA? None. Zero. Not a zilch fucking butt cheeks. You were more fucking relevant when fucking Jeff Jarrett was a part of the company. Mm. And then you guys just fucking like Hit in the background Like oh god we can't be a part of this shit And now Hey 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 You're not including us You didn't want to include us <laughs> Like the fuck Like and now And, and Scott da, Scott DeMoor Scott da, like Really What that's, did he do
0: That's the... exactly how it feels too It's like hey you saved TNA Now you're fired We don't need you anymore
4: <laughs> yeah, Now you're and... fired
0: Anthem have owned TNA since their literally lowest days when yeah. they were like so close to bankruptcy. It was in this old GFW shit, which that didn't last mm-hmm. very long either. Thank God. Um, they were they were there with Billy Corgan. They tried to put this whole stupid owl thing on the logo to represent Anthem, and that didn't last long either. Fuck no. And literally now, after all the hard work Scott Demorest done from dragging TNA out of the Ditch a lot of the roster worked for free too to help him out to help save Impact and turn it back into TNA. They've mm-hmm. done just that. TNA is more relevant now than it has been in like ten years, and Seriously? now all of a sudden, and feel like we don't need him anymore.
1: It's like, dude, like, let me give a couple of quick examples. Scott Demore was responsible for the small partnership with AEW. Yeah, Scott Demore was responsible for the the uh, for Will Ospreay having banger matches. He was he's responsible for Alex Hammerstone showing up and being a part of that roster. He's a, he was a part of Trinity. He was a part of uh, Kushida. He was a part of um, fucking uh, uh God, uh, like Okada. Whole bunch of, Who? Okada. Oh, so that's right. Who fucking never thought we see in
0: a TNA ring again?
1: Thank you so much. I was blanking on that. No, that's <laughs> right. The, the fucking great uh, return of Okada, which I don't even know has actually been aired yet. And if it hasn't spoilers, you guys Yeah, I welcome.
0: think it was this last week before last.
1: Okay. Well, the point of the matter is, is again, the guy that at one point in time, we swore up and down, he would probably never come back the way he was treated, the blah, blah, blah. He came back and he loved it. All thanks to somebody like a Scott Demore. And you're just going to step in and be like, so we want to take this and this because this is exactly how it looks. So we want to take credit for you guys getting so goddamn popular so goddamn fast that you're fired. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, that makes sense, right? It makes sense to us. No, it doesn't. That's too fucking bad, bud. You're fired.
0: And whose dumb idea was it to include um, like talent from the roster? On the Zoom call where they announced, hey, uh, we, uh, we we fired Scott, we've appointed this random guy that nobody knows as a president. Apparently, obviously, a lot of the roster was pissed on the Zoom call. I'm like, "How? why? Ben, How does why? that make sense? It, Th- this is going to bite them in the ass because there's so much loyalty on that roster. I can see Seriously. originals like Eric Young, Chris Sabin, uh Alex Shelley... Kazaria and I can see those guys leading like a walkout
5: because guess, they are yeah, so
0: like, loyal to Scott.
5: Well,
1: not only that, like think about some of the other ones. Just think, like like fucking crazy Steve, and think about you like Decay and all them. They they're fucking gone. Um, fucking um, was it uh, Alex Hammerstone? He just got signed. He'll probably fucking hang out. But fucking yeah. Josh Alexander, he's fucking gone. Um, fucking Jordan Grace, she's fucking gone. Moose, he's fucking gone. Like, I think you Moose literally
0: said if Scott's not here I'm not here but I'm he signed a new contract
1: <laughs> oh so legal legality baby. he'll figure some loophole out maybe he'll get hurt I don't know we'll figure some out. but it's like it's you guys have ruined it and then they brought in a dude who I was like tell me he has a little bit of wrestling background tell me he at least like wrestling no hold on wait 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 wait, wait. you shaking it he works for WWE. Oh, there we go! On like a bullshit show that has nothing to do with wrestling.
0: What was it backstage?
1: I think it was called like scooped or stacked or one of those weird ones that are like on the internet. Jacked? No, that was like like twenty years ago. New ones. Oh, okay. Here, let me fucking something like the bump. Yeah, exactly. Something like the bump. That was called morning slam. I really think it was called like The score. wow something extremely stupid i i
0: almost feel like and some people are probably gonna disagree with this i almost feel like tony khan should have put impact when he had the chance and then just left it in scott's hands because they had a partnership with aw like he just said um and i know ring of honor isn't exactly prominent right now but it's still there
1: Exactly. It's still there. It's still worth money. It's not what do you mean it's not prominent? People fucking people watch it.
0: It's gonna yeah. make a whole
1: bunch of money. Their fucking rebranding got huge.
0: I think people's problem with Ring of Honor is it's basically AEW Lite Like yeah. they don't really have a separate roster. Uh, a lot of the roster blends in between both. Um <clears throat> with the exception of a few, like Dalton Castle, he's always on Ring of Honor. And, and it's,
1: it's, he, yeah, He's a Ring of Honor staple Original if you will As one of those guys yeah.
0: And aside from that and the champions It's just pretty much up and coming Young wrestlers But yeah, yeah I mean That's
1: kind of the point
0: T- TK absolutely could have bought TNA too Had this whole empire TK owns AEW Ring of Honor TNA um, And just leave Scott DeMore to run TNA But now I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen like, we just got to this pedestal again. Like I said, TNA is more relevant now than it has been in 10 years. Everybody's talking about TNA and how exciting it is to have those initials back. That was Scott Damore. Yeah,
1: seriously. You guys fucking ruined it.
0: I don't get it. Um, Just because they wanted to be more... Recognized as TNA's parent company
1: did, you, did, did USA at any point in time ever do that? Did WWE ever just walk out there no. and be like You tell them that you work for USA?
2: But that's no,
0: the thing, like it's not even the network It's like the company that owns Impact TNA And it's like TKO coming in and going Okay, we're going to fire Triple H We're going to fire Shawn Michaels Adam Pearce is gone And we're going to appoint these nobodies as uh, president What the fuck?
1: Mhm, makes zero sense. People that have nothing to do with the wrestling industry, they know entertainment, if anything, and it's like, huh? Like bringing in MMA, MMA guys to do fucking pro wrestling—that would be hilarious and and terrible all at the same time. Yeah.
0: Um, like
1: this was. This is just all bad. I mean, good good luck to the dude. It was Antonio Saloni or whatever the heck his homeboy's name is? Like, good luck to you, bro. Uh, yeah. For real. I. Uh, I don't know, bro. You're turning into a punch bowl. Good luck trying to, you know, look like an ice cube.
0: I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna end it with anthem of fucking snakes.
1: Mm. You're telling me.
0: Uh, so that's pretty much the two hot topics. I, we nothing really came close to those two this week. But um, before we do take a look through this past week, let's go even further with this week in wrestling history.
1: So just three this week. Let's quickly bump through this week in wrestling history. And we start all the way back in 1986, February the 2nd, 1986, to be exact. NWA superstars on the Superstation, a.k.a. TBS. So not a pay-per-view show, but a Sunday show on television. This is how it went. Bobby Eaton and Dennis uh, Caudry defeated the team of Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson to win the NWA tag team titles. Animal and Hawk defeated the team of Ivan and Akita Koloff We saw uh, the NWA National Heavyweight Championship Be defended in a time limit draw Against Dusty Rhodes and Tully Blanchard And in the main event It's one for the ages as these guys Have gone toe to toe numerous times Ric Flair, Ronnie Garvin NWA World Heavyweight Championship Ric Flair comes out the victor Let's jump into the next one. Let's keep it going with some uh, oddball shows, WCW even all the way back, February the 3rd, 1996. WCW Saturday Night. yeah, Saturday night. It, this was a kind of a hard time to get a uh, history this week, so we're going crazy. We got Johnny Grunge and Ronnie Ra- and Rocco Rock, uh, public enemy defeating uh, the Armstrong brothers Scott and Steve Armstrong. Steve defeated Danny Brown. Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags. the... That's Public Enemy. Is that Public Enemy? The Nasty Boys. That's not Public Enemy. Nasty Boys defeated the team of Fidel Sierra and Ricky Santana. DDP beat Joey Maggs. The One Man Gang defeated Mike Davis. The Giant beat both Chris Nelson and Todd Morton in a handicap tag match. Booker T and Stevie Ray. Harlem Heat defeated the team of Chris Kanan and Matt Starr. Mark Stark, excuse me, Eddie Guerrero, uh, won via disqualification against Lex Luger, and in the main event, guess who uh, main event's it? That's right, Ric Flair, but this one, against Dean Malenko. Crazy to think. Now, let's finish this one off with another oddball one. A Madison Square Garden event, or a Market Garden event, excuse me, uh, on a Friday night in the middle of 1988, WWF's so the main event has just three matches, all three title matches. Shockingly, the tag team title is what made the main of the show. But we'll start with the Intercontinental. The Honky Tonk Man against Randy Savage and Honky Tonk retained it via countout. We saw Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan for the WWF Heavyweight Championship. And then we saw Ricky Martel and, and, and Tino Santana defend the WWF Tag Team Championships against Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Neidhart. That was your guys' week in wrestling history. Let's kick it back to Daz because boy old Wendy, we got a whole lot of show to cover. All right, that was your history now. We've uh we've had one return from the Kingpin, but this this next return is even longer overdue. The greatest backstage interviewer of all time, Ben Reisnick, will be here to speak with the captain right after this. <laughs>
5: been on the good side, and I've been on the dark side. I've sat on the jury, and I've also been an outlaw. In the end, I had to do this for myself. Sometimes, you gotta take a leap of faith.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, I am the Hype of the Mike Ben Resnick, and it is a pleasure to be back at Match Wrestling, and joining me this evening is the man they call the Captain. Captain, thank you for joining me. Pleasure, Ben. Welcome back. Actually, the last time I was here, I was interviewing you during your promo as the first ever Match Wrestling World Champion. So, I want to get started by asking you how things are with Dragon Club. Why would you ask how Dragon Club is? Well, I I know things have been tense, especially with the Phoenix, um, since Travis Anderson joined. Oh, you know. Where where did you hear it from? From Dave Feltip and Brian Albatross? uh, I just observed. And obviously, Phoenix has made it pretty clear that he doesn't fully trust Travis. I mean, that's why Travis was made to face you at the Rumble, right?
4: Ah.
3: Phoenix
0: is a Dragon Club original he does what's best for the club yes he was skeptical I mean which is understandable Dragon Club was formed to fight Travis and the MDO but in the end we didn't even have to do anything the MDO imploded all by themselves see Travis was screwed over they tried to screw Cypher And look at them now. They both left. Cypher is world champion, and Travis has seen the light. Travis is a different person than you saw a year ago. Well, While we're talking about Travis, of course he defeated you for the television championship a few weeks ago. Is it safe to say you didn't take that well? I'm fine. Travis beat me fairly. Which was the whole point of the match. To prove that he had become an honorable man. So you sacrificed the television championship for the good of Dragon Club? Is that what you're saying? Nobody sacrificed anything. Nothing was sacrificed. We both played to win. And he beat me. And that's fine. What makes you say I didn't take it well? Well... You went to
3: therapy because of it, did you not? Yes, and it was very enlightening. <clears throat> I see. Um, I want to talk about that therapy. Uh, first of all, what was written in that journal? Words.
0: Very well. Um. Okay, my next question is why did you attack your therapist? Who saw me attack him? Ben, did did you? Did Dave Feltip see me attack him? Um, no. Well, we saw him on the floor, and then you walked out. So, What are we supposed to think? Look. I don't have to explain myself to you. I don't have to explain my actions at all. I don't have to explain myself to anybody. Okay? I don't have to justify myself. I am the fucking captain. I think I've earned the right to steer this ship unquestioned and unchallenged. You want to know what happened to the therapist? He pushed me. He wanted to fix me. Who do, do you need to be fixed? Truth is, Ben. For 300 days, I was the television champion. I had a purpose. I was putting out banger promos. I was consistently defending my title. And nobody
3: could fucking touch me. I was closing
0: in on a fucking year. I was this close. You know, kind of got a sense of how Cody Rhodes is feeling. How CM Punk was feeling 11 years ago. How Punk tried to warn Cody, you see. I was just about to cross the finish line. And along comes somebody who hasn't been around in a very long time to take it all away from me. I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like no one. I feel like I've lost my identity. And as you saw last week, I am simply infected with rage. But I promise you and I promise everybody else. that In 2024, you are going to see exactly who I am and what I'm willing to do. Or yourself
3: or the club. I see. Um, do you blame Travis for your rage? No. Do you blame Phoenix for your rage?
0: No. As a matter of fact, we need to settle this. Dragon Club meeting next week, boys. Thanks for your time, Ben. Um. Thank you for your time. Now get out of my house. That guy's a dweeb.
1: (laughs) He kind of looks like it.
0: Fucking invite him into my house and he asked me stupid questions.
1: Did did he at least take, like, was he kind of nice? Did he, like, leave immediately when you told him to leave? Did he, like, try to use the bathroom right before?
0: He was right out the door.
1: (laughs) He seems like the kind of guy that would totally, like, leave a turd in your toilet (laughs) and then leave. (laughs) What a jerk.
0: Because he he couldn't even man up and apologize for leaving a turd in the toilet. But thank you for your time, Ben. Um... And actually, I got a call from Chad and Phoenix during the break because I sent them that segment a little earlier. Um, they can't meet meet make the Dragon Club meeting next week, so we're gonna do it the week after, uh, the there week before is. Leap of Faith. Ooh, uh, okay. Obviously, Phoenix is very much behind, and Chad is a very busy lawyer.
1: I was just gonna say, I like, God only knows, him. God only knows how busy Chad is, and Phoenix, I was like, I'm surprised he's like he hasn't passed promo. I'm surprised he's passed promo mania from last year.
0: I think he said by the time we get to Leap of Faith, he wants to catch up to the Rumble, and he's currently on, I think, Promo Slam.
1: Come oh, on, brother, man, get there.
0: <laughs> but at least he's catching up. All right, then. Um, while we await the arrival of the king pin, we're going to give you twat and geek points a little early this week. So let's jump into this week's twatometer.
6: Expect even less from a bunch of neckbeard stinky twats.
1: I mean, it's kind of obvious, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's 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 be real here for a minute. It's um, we just spoke about them. They're the biggest. They're the biggest fucking turd in the punch bowls. I'm gonna love that saying. I'm gonna try to use that all day long. Um, I, but it's the truth. It's the goddamn truth. So I, we love to break the scale. At least I do. But for this one, it feels like one guy deserves it a little bit more. The other one was just unexpected and kind of a douche move. But right off the bat. Um, I think we gave like a hundred or whatever to VK. We're not going that fucking high, but I'll give a solid twenty-five to Uncle Dewey Dwayne the Rock Johnson because do you just you, you, the I'm trying to remember what that goddamn like muscle that fucking bodybuilder movie he was in. Like, bro, like did you just fucking when you Mark uh, Wahlberg your way into a situation. What happened? Pain and gain. Pain and gain. You're you're tossing, and like.
0: Playing in and
1: banging. <laughs> you gotta get a rip in Oh my god, okay, I'm over here fucking losing my shit 25 for you, giant twat move I mean, good luck trying to fix it, seriously I I, I don't know what to do We don't know what to do We fantasy book like a mug You got less <laughs> than two months to figure this out Less than two months And I will give another solid 10 To Anthem Because again, you took the guy The catalyst of your rebuild The catalyst of the reason of why you're still around and you said, hey, we don't need you no more, pal. That's like going up to Babe Ruth after winning, like, five World Series and being like, I got, like, five more in me. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. Why would you do Assholes. it? Assholes.
0: Assholes. Ah, man. Uh, so, Dwayne is now second place on the Twanometer, second only to the Sex Ring. Hmm. A.K.A. Vincent Co. It's All right. It's
1: there's an- and Co.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's gotten worse this week too. But um, oh god, that's gonna have to wait for its own episode.
1: <laughs> You're telling me?
0: Jeez, Louise, just locked the guy up already.
1: Fuck, seriously.
0: Um, all right, let's put some good points on the board. It is time for the Yeet O
1: Come on, Daddy, need some good. Yeet. <laughs> do you
0: feel me? For Do you feel him, sir? I do do. do. So I think it was last week I gave Cody 50 points. Yeah. Uh, and that was before the whole shit with The Rock. That was just for winning See the it. Rumble. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna hit Cody with 50 points this week again, because I think even though he deserves them, that would be ridiculous. I'm gonna give a solid 10 points to Cody Rhodes. Hey. Um And you know what? I'm gonna give twenty five points to Scott Damore. Hell yeah! Because that guy Bent over backwards and broke his back for TNA and got kicked to the curb. Absolute yeah. injustice. And if wrestling fans were not as fickle, if they were as uh, intense as they have been with Cody, then Scott DeMore really deserves some justice.
1: Hell yeah, justice for Scott. That should be a new hashtag happening right now.
0: I mean, I've seen We Want Scott hashtags pretty much as soon as he got fired, but I don't think it started trending. Scott DeMore, his name started trending.
1: Well, then maybe we should do that when we want Scott or justice yeah. for Scott, whatever. There should be justice for this man. This is ridiculous. But I will echo the words of the TSK. Whoever signs him is picking up a fucking winner.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if he is going to end up in WWE. Obviously, I like we, this came out of nowhere too. We didn't really hear anything about this until it was just bam, Scott DeMore has been fired. So. We don't really know how long Scott's known this was coming, or if he did know it was coming. But maybe he's been dipping his toes in WWE.
1: I mean, I he, he, he he seems to have a decent relationship with him over the past two Rumbles and the Women's yeah. Champions being there. Uh, just you know, there's that there's been that relationship with people that have worked there and come back to TNA, and it's so it's you know, there could have there could be a little repertoire. Not not to mention. Of all the people that were in the original TNA that are there in WWE now, guys like um goddamn, what's Abyss's real name? Uh Chris Puck. There you go. Like he's there. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other guys. But the there's a whole bunch of dudes there. JB's
0: there.
1: JB's there. I mean, like, so there's there's a lot of guys that were in TNA around hanging out, No, Scott Demore, know him well. So I I, I could easily Easily see him go there And maybe like help out Sean in NXT a little bit maybe Kind of oh, cool little combination And if like, not them Tony Khan needs to pick up the phone now
0: Yeah if anybody can bring Ray's ring of honor up It's uh, Scott Damore but hmm. Yeah NXT would be good because Sean's really done wonders With NXT uh, Since yes. the whole That was backlash to NXT 2.0 Shit uh, Shawn Michaels has really brought NXT back to prominence. Um So I can only imagine what they could do with NXT with Sean and Scott Demore. But yeah, it would
1: I'd, be killer combination. I really, truly think it'd be a killer combination.
0: But if he's the guy to rebuild stuff, then yeah, get him in behind Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, fast.
0: Or Anthem, stop being dicks and give him his job back.
1: I think that's N- maybe probably you won't lose end talent th- then either. Yeah, dude. again, we're I, I mean it. I mean it when I say this. We and I think we could echo that. the same sentiment. It's the loyalists, the loyalists behind Scott are going to fucking leave. And then then what? What do you have? What do you have? Who are you going to chase? You guys don't have the bank account to go chasing people. You don't have the connections to bring in the AAA guys, to bring in New Japan guys, to bring in Noah, uh, All Japan, whatever. You do not have those connections. Anthem does not have connections like that. Scott Demore had connections like that. Yeah. Highly respected. Highly experienced. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And the experience. Don't don't gloss them over that part. Uh,
0: What a stupid move. Okay, right. Um, Now that we've got those points done, um, we know what's
7: coming next. Corey, it's me, the Kingpin. Listen, man, I am so, so proud of you for achieving this great award. An award that you've gotten because the courage that you've shown, the really difficult uh, situation that you've been placed in. And, um, a situation that it was apparent was never going to keep you down at all. I've watched you go through a lot recently and maintain an incredible spirit and an amazing heart. I've watched you make an incredible journey to the max wrestling championship. You never missed a beat. Your work was chef's kiss. My boy, super entertaining the best stuff I've ever seen you do. I've seen your confidence grow. You're doing amazing on your fitness. You're living, loving, and enjoying your life. And you're really showing people exactly what they should do in the face of adversity. Problems will come. And while they take a toll on our lives, they don't have to be truly life altering. You know, you've proven to everybody that you don't have to let these things take control. You can still live a great, amazing, and quality life. And while you're doing that, you're bringing a lot more quality to my life and the life of anybody else who's watching you, being inspired by you, and being entertained by you. I have a tremendous amount of respect for you, brother. Congratulations on this award.
1: All right, so before we get into this past week's action, it is time for me to have the beautiful honor to introduce the man of the hour. It has been way too long, but his majesty has returned. It is the doctor. The Kingpin Emir, Blackband, Costello. There's so many names to put on there, but we're gonna just leave it at Doctor.
0: It's just Doctor. doctor. Yeah, the Doctor will see us now.
1: There it is. You know what, guys? I um I do have a lot of
7: names, but I you know, I promise this time I'm gonna sit my ass down and uh, I'm not trying to do necessarily anything else that's going to extend my name. Or maybe, maybe that (laughs) might change.
0: Mike always know. does the same thing. You're like, you always give me so many nicknames. Like, stop doing stuff, then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, but
7: that's a great sign of what somebody does when they, they have like 10 million monikers and nicknames. I'm trying to keep going. Oh, so yeah, I that whole I mean, catalog.
0: We we've just been running down the rock, but I mean, look at all the nicknames he's at. to beaten pie eating trailblazing eyebrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. How
7: about um, Rocky Suts? How about that
1: one coming, back?
0: Yeah. Oh, with a 1997 backlash. 1997 all over again. <laughs> I love that Michael Cole brought that up. But, um, that, that's that been a long time, and it's also been a hell of a long time since we've seen the Kingpin. Uh, if I remember correctly, your last match was actually against, well, not me, but the Jester, uh, Promo Slam 21.
7: Yes. You know what? I can't even believe that. I I mean, that that was still very much in the pandemic Uh, I hardly remember that time But I do appreciate That while some people can become injured And work their ass off To get back in record time When I get injured I need years before I stand back
1: (laughs) (laughs) Real dad mode right there boy. Oh I'm trying to tell you
0: It's kind of like The Rock Comes in Has a showcase Disappears for like a year or two
7: yeah, but you know I got to say, things look different around here. And you know, hey guys, I really like the way you spruce the place up, you know, it looks really good. Uh, by the way, I how, do you know by chance how many cha- how many times I've been on this show? Uh,
0: I can take a look. I was just I looking. love that
7: You have that noted somewhere that's hilarious. I love Yeah, it. I
0: got st- I don't always update it, but uh I can get a rough idea. Um were we doing video last time you were on? Like all video? No,
7: no, <laughs> no at all. This is what I'm saying. You know, this is the first time I'm seeing your guys' faces. You guys look great. <laughs> this is what we look well, like. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because I, my background is super boring. Um, but I, this is my cloth office. So I sit in my cloth office when I do. Um, um, Therapy with my clients, and this is the background they see. But I don't normally see my picture this big, so I had no idea what they were looking at the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) This is my my, my corner. I don't know if you guys know how I feel about Rick and Morty. (laughs) um,
1: Got it, Morty. Oh yeah, keep all my stuff
7: ready to go in
0: here. Uh, This is your thirty-third appearance plus one interview.
7: Holy moly! All right. Well, this is my first time. um Being able to be like you know This version of Max Wrestling which I gotta say I, You guys are phenomenal You guys are hard working I love 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 you guys I love this damn show Everything is always pristine And just the best of the best man So I'm really happy to be here It,
0: it, it is not easy I, I, I'll i admit I have been very stressed With these new graphics the last couple of weeks But I got the job done um, I Um think they
1: it look easy man
0: The rumble was like what six hours late <laughs> We got there.
1: At least. <laughs> At least. Yeah, ed- editing is not for the week, my man. Editing is not for the week.
0: No, uh, all I got to say is thank you to CapCut for making mobile editing so fucking simplified. Even if it does take a long-ass time to produce. Also, yeah, CapCut, I, your, uh, your desktop version sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs>
7: I've used CapCut, I think, once or twice to make a video for... TikTok, and I found it to be very confusing. But I think a lot of that is because I, I'm so far removed from the game, as far as podcasting and editing. And also, I'm 38, but my brain feels like I'm 52. <laughs> yeah, you know
0: I mean, I mean, you get used to it. But the the really annoying thing CapCut does is they move shit around every time they update the app. So like, oh, the filters up, no way, It's over there now. Okay, fuck, stop changing the order of the filters.
7: It's Back, like the mobile version mobile version of walmart uh, just a quick story because that's exactly the kind of thing i would do um i remember when i used to work at walmart and obviously every five seconds they changed the layout of the uh the aisles and why are we doing this i just set this out last week why is it changing we're doing this for the customer and the customer comes in why the fuck you keep moving everything around i don't know what they said they were doing for you <laughs>
0: I, I can attest to this They do this in the UK supermarkets too uh, Phoenix is still with Morrisons I had five years unfortunately there And they were always moving shit around The egg's down there No Now they're over there Why? I just get used to them being down there
7: <laughs> Gotta keep you on your toes baby Gotta keep you coming back
0: I think it's just to piss off the staff So they get the customers to ask them where shit is
7: Probably Mission accomplished
0: <laughs> Even we don't know Go go get a map.
7: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and let me know when you found it. <laughs>
0: um, so, obviously, the elephant in the room is a challenge from Corey that was laid down uh, a couple of weeks ago, which took us all by surprise. Um, because, like I say, we haven't seen you on the show since, well, two and a half years now. Um, and, obviously, we did see you at the Maxis showing some love to Corey for the Lionheart Award. Uh, and I think that was a nice surprise for people too.
7: Yes, um, it was my honor, honestly, to show some love to Corey. Corey, I always call him Corey Cipher, which I think the reason why I do that is because it's it's Jim Ross's fault. You know, he's always like, "Look, when you <laughs> yeah. when you put a guy over, you gotta say you gotta say the full name every time." So every time I'm like, "You yeah, know, let me tell you about Moses Marquette, Dazzy Lee. Think about Dazzy Lee." So. Corey Cypher, as he exists in my head. Man, I'm so proud of that guy. Um, Just an incredible, ferocious competitor. And um, he's not just a great competitor here on this show, but he's a great competitor in life. And he's the kind of person that when he's facing adversity, he's not going to sit down. He's not going to take that shit laying down. He stands up when life takes a swing at him. He swings right the fuck back, and um, I found him to be very genuine, very authentic, and very inspiring. And so, given the opportunity to tell the world how I feel about him and heap some praise on him, I would never pass that up. And, and the work that he's doing as champion, I think, is it's phenomenal, it's second to none at this point. I, and no offense to everybody else, you know, I love everybody who's competing, I respect everybody. But I, I look at Corey and I have no doubt that he's the best in the business right
0: now. Absolutely. He has evolved so much. <clears throat> um I think actually I mentioned it in the Lionheart tribute, like how far he's come from that shy little call out to Brittany Savage to just <laughs> Cypher wants everybody right now.
7: Yeah. I, and I'm you know, I'm I'm the, the kid at home on the couch with the popcorn. Just watching him blossom, and uh I just love it because i you know when he was the shy kid back in the day, you know i was I was stomping around the territory, trying to go after whoever was in my way, and um I think that i when he first came in, I kind of looked at him and thought, why is this guy so quiet you know and and <laughs> where's where's all his you know where's all his energy and stuff like that and i just I wasn't sure, but over time he really developed in the, the, some of the last stuff I've seen him in. I felt bad for his victims. You know, it's, it's like, Hey man, who's, whose pit is this? This dog ain't got no leash. She's mauling everybody. You know, <laughs> people are yelling for 911 and I'm sure there's a lot of blood to be had, but, um, Corey cipher is just, he's incredible. Um, but you know what I am? I'm old, bro. I'm old. And, um, Amen. my knees hurt. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm out the game, you know? Um, and so I come here today to say that I have the utmost level of respect for Corey Cypher. And much like the Triple H's and the Shawn Michaels and the Undertakers, I respect Corey so much that I just don't think it's in the cards for him and I to face each other. You know, I know that he kind of framed things as he wants all this competition and he wants somebody who can bring it. And then he dropped my name and I, I, I was honored. I was shocked, you know, um, but I don't think he knows how much of a setback it's been for me to be on the shelf for two years. And I'm not at a place anymore where I can compete on that level. And I think it would really be a a huge disservice to him if I if I stepped into this arena with him, uh, I wouldn't really stand a chance, and I think it would kind of put a blemish, you know, on his record rather than elevating him in any kind of way. I'm not really the competition that he thinks that I am. But I, I want to um, just kind of speak to you directly, Corey, and just say, please keep doing all the things that you're doing, man. Very, very inspiring, and um, I'm very honored. And I'm I'm sorry to have to um, turn down your invitation, but the reality is. There's some great, great guys that you can compete against that do this on a week-to-week basis, and they can give you much more of a fight than I can. But I'm going to stay on the sidelines, and I'm going to continue to root for you week after week, and you're always going to have my support, man, because you're you're the best thing going right now.
0: Wow. Um, that was unexpected. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure Corey will be disappointed, too. I mean, I think the only reason we... Brought Leap of Faith into fruition because, yeah, he had an idea that he wanted to run, and obviously, that the idea was challenging you. Um, Honestly, I feel sorry for the people that have only just got into Max because you didn't see the kingpin in his prime. Um, He was the first ever promo champion, by the way. Uh, Wait a minute, hold on. Uh, Apparently, we got a video to show concern in this right now um let's find out what it is
5: what the heck hey
7: what's up bro yeah man what's going on with you Shit, you know me, I'm just chilling, just working hard like I always do. What you talking about, bro? Max wrestling. Come on, dog, you know I only turn that shit on when the modern day outlaws is on the screen. You know what I'm talking about? Modern day outlaws over Dragon Club all day. You know, you know what it is, right? Corey Cypher. Yeah. A challenge. Cypher challenged me. What are you talking about? Ain't no way. Ain't no way, bro. Yeah, I made that little uh, that little video or whatever for the, the Lionheart Award. No, I, don't, I don't really respect him. I'm just not gonna turn down a payday. Come on now. You know the kingpin never appears for free. Yeah, that's that shit shoulda even gone to him anyways. That award should go to guys like me. I'm hard working. I'm the best anybody's ever seen. What are you worried about? You don't you think this seriously? He challenged me. He's the champion. Are you that? Are you serious? That's how bad things have gotten over there. Where did everybody else go, bro? Let me tell you something about Cipher. He does not have the skill set required to beat me. I'm the kingpin, baby. Remember? I'm the one who's out here taking everybody's heads. I done beat everybody, you know? Let me tell you something, bitch. Ah, You know what I'm saying? That's me. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't don't know what would make this kid. He must have lost his mind. I mean, it's clear that he can't. It's clear that he can't see me. That's who John Cena was talking to. When he said you can't see me. <laughs> he was talking about Corey. Cause he's blind, get it? I <laughs> can't see. Oh my god, Corey's blind. I got a Lionheart heart award cause I'm blind. <laughs> now, okay, look. I'll say what I wanna say, okay? You don't have to tell me how to talk. No, man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna face Corey Cypher, I don't this dude's not on my level. That would be disrespectful to my legacy to stoop that low. I don't care what title they put on him. I don't, I'm not, I don't even say shit to him. No. Nah, absolutely not. Anyways, man. I gotta... Hang on. Hey, man, let me call you back real quick.
3: Wow, um, <laughs> that that was pretty heavy. Well, um, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I I don't understand
0: actually. Uh,
7: what's going on here, man?
0: You know what? I that was probably like someone like Anna Masgrass were hacking in, but I don't know where the fuck that video came from, but. Man, that that was.
3: Did you make fun of the kid for being blind? No, hang on,
0: hang on, hang on, hang on. After all the good things you just said too.
7: Moses Marquez, Dazzy Lee. First off, I do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is where I live?
0: Mo, Mo probably does.
7: Okay, right.
3: It's... I I don't know what time. The point
7: is, is... I'm up early. Like, mad early. To make an appearance on this show. Max Wrestling that I... That I love. And... It's a reunion, right, guys? I mean, it's been... Yeah, right? It's been two years. You said it, right? It's been two years. So when I come on this show... What I expect... Is a certain measure of respect. That's, but instead, there's some sort of ambush with some bullshit video that you want to show me? What's going on, man?
1: Dude, you made fun of a kid for being blind. This isn't an ambush, this is straight out calling you for what you said. You just praised the kid, and then this, you know, the phones are always recording, right? The, 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 The internet will leak anything. And
5: you just spent five minutes praising this kid And you just shat-talked him to hell
7: Well first off Apparently I don't know That the phones are always recording Apparently I believe foolishly That I can have a private conversation In the comfort of my home Without the expectation That somebody's recording that And then somehow bypassing me And sending it to Max Wrestling To try to make me look like a fool But you know what since this has been played, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide from this. I'm not gonna shy away from this. I'm gonna take the opportunity to explain this. Okay.
3: Please do.
7: I think that you guys know exactly who I am. Dazzy Lee, you said the kingpin faced a jester. Moses Marquez. The kingpin has faced LFA. You guys have seen me face a lot of people. And I have a question for you guys. I know you guys are the interviewers, but now I, I have the questions. After seeing everything that I've done, first promo champion right here, just mentioned. What do you guys think it is that makes this kid, Corey Cypher, your champion, think that he could stand toe-to-toe? He deserves to even be breathing the same air as me.
0: Um, I mean, you said yourself, he's come a hell of a long way. Do you not feel that way?
1: Is that what I said? He also said he was the best thing going today.
7: Ah, the best thing going today. Well, you know what? It's easy to be the best thing going today when the kingpin is not in the building. But the moment that the kingpin shows up, you just got moved all the way to the back of the line. When I think about Corey Cypher, I think about a piece of gum on the bottom of my fucking shoe that's been covered in dirt because I've been walking around on it for two years. Corey would be the dirt. He's not even the gum, he's lower than that. And the thing about it is, I tried to be nice, okay? I know I'm the old grumpy guy and maybe nobody wants to really hear my opinion about how soft all these motherfuckers are today. Quite frankly, when I watch and I tune into what's happening, I find it a little bit disgusting because these guys, they're just not on my level.
1: We're not on your level. The fact that you talk about this big game that you have, you've been out of the game for two for two plus years and again, in your own exact words, you just said Corey is the best thing going. So, what, so what again? I know the old you. We know the old you. We, we've, we've gone through war with each other, the bloodshed, the whole shebang. What, what have, what have you done in two plus years away from the game that's going to do anything to the, to the hottest thing going today, in your words? He beat me, beat me clean.
7: What is, what exactly is it that I need to do? I've proven myself beyond a shadow of a doubt. And you know what? Quite frankly, Corey Cipher doesn't have what it takes to hold my fucking microphone, bro. What I really tried to do was I tried to help Corey Cipher. I tried to help him by not putting him in a path to collide with the fucking kingpin. But apparently, he wants to face me. Apparently, he thinks that he can Stand toe-to-toe with me. And hell, he probably thinks that he could beat me because y'all stay pumping him up, making him think he's actually doing something good around here. And I tried to avoid giving him this ass-whooping. I didn't want this blemish on his record. I wanted him to, to be the max champion that he is, to be all that he could be. However, given the circumstances and given the fact that a video was played of me having a private conversation, now it's out there in the public, I guess I don't need to fucking pretend anymore, do I? So as I did before, I'm going to speak directly to Corey Cipher again. Corey, just so we're clear, I don't respect you. I don't even like you. And for what it's worth, I've never liked you. In the beginning, I found you boring. And now that you're actually trying, I find you pathetic because the best effort that you're putting forward would never, ever, ever be enough to touch me. But you know what? It's not enough that I'm saying it right now. I got a little bit of extra time these days, so I'm gonna prove it, not to you or not to anybody watching because I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. I'm gonna do this just because I can, because I'd like to fucking hit a fly at a barbecue, because I think it's cool to put a fucking ant under a magnifying glass. I'm going to show up at Leap of Faith or wherever it is, and I'm going to fucking crush you. And I'm going to take away any doubt in anybody's mind, certainly yours, that you're a great champion or that you could ever beat me. And you are going to regret the day that you called out the Kingpin.
0: I I wish we could have made it official under better circumstances, but uh, at least we got our match, I guess.
7: You know what, bro? I have a life that I need to get back to. I appreciate having my, what would you say, my 33rd, 34th appearance on this show? 33rd, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, sorry, just, and Corey Cypher. how many appearances does he have on Max Wrestling? Uh,
0: one more, actually. One? One more.
3: One
7: more? One more than me? More
0: maybe, maybe that needs updating, but yeah, he's in the 30s somewhere.
7: Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Let's get him one more. One more even more than that. I want this kid face-to-face with me next week. I do accept his challenge. Let's not mix words about that. <clears throat> but I want to hear from him face-to-face. What's the reason why he thinks he deserves to face me? And I want the chance to speak to him face-to-face, to explain to him all the ways that I'm going to fucking ravage him and break his bones and make him regret ever speaking the name Kingpin.
0: All right, Um. I guess, I guess we can set that up. Contract signing, that kind of thing?
7: Yeah, I want to put ink to fucking paper. And if he's not too much of a fucking bitch, we'll see if he's willing to do the same.
0: All right, well... Fortunately, I know a good lawyer, so uh, again, I wish this was under better circumstances, but I guess we'll see you next week and Cypher.
4: I
3: guess we will. Uh,
0: We need to find out where that video came from, too.
7: Yeah, you know what? If you find out where that video came from, make sure you send them a fucking gift for me, because now the world knows. That nobody has respect for
3: Corey Cypher.
0: Wow. Uh, very, very wow. Um,
1: <clears throat> IT department, get on that.
0: Yeah, uh, and again, Chad, lawyer, do some lawyer stuff. Uh, that was that that was, that was bad for one I, or a better word. Um, I I've never was. seen that side of the kingpin uh and i also didn't expect those things to come out of the kingpin's mouth but again i wish we could have set this match up under better circumstances but i guess it's now official but, let, but while we uh, adjust to that let's switch gears um and recap this past week uh here comes impact in three, 2, 1. addressed the controversy with TNA but let's get into last week's impact. Nick Nemeth made his TNA in-ring debut and defeated Trey Miguel with a superkick. After the match, Steve Macklin attacked Nemeth. Backstage Khan told Dino that the design is dead and Mike Bailey had a run in with Steve Macklin and the Rascals. The Decay defeated Mila Moore and Savannah Thorn and backstage MK Ultra announced that they want their title rematch and No Surrender. Jody Fratt and Danny Luna, however, interrupted and staked their claim, leading to Masha versus Jody being set up for later on in the show. Alan Angels hosts the first ever edition of Soundcheck with his special guest Josh Alexander, which doesn't go smoothly as Angels tries to make out that this is Alexander's biggest accomplishment before Josh walks off. Brian Myers defeated Kevin Knight with a roster cut and after the match Eddie Edwards and Myers look to attack Knight but Kushida evens the odds as the system backs down. Backstage Gia Miller asked Chris Sabin uh, about Mustafa Ali before a new Ali Vignier interrupted and the good hands confront Sabin. Frankie Kazarian praises himself for helping to revive TNA but he's now in it for himself. He also addresses Eric Young before granting the fans permission to hate Also backstage, Alexander uh, Alex Shelley interrupted the system to challenge Moose to a rematch, which is later made official for No Surrender. Before his match, Dina tells the crowd that the design is dead, PCO then squashes him with double knees to the chest out of the corner and a PCO salt. After the match, uh, Khan attacked PCO and helps Dina up before attacking him and yelling it's over when I say it's over. PCO tries to retaliate but gets jokes land. AJ Francis tries to form an alliance with Rich Swan and Rhino to which Rhino literally tells him to fuck off. And Swan tells Francis no one wants him in TNA. Jordan Grace talks about being part of the Royal Rumble Masha Slamovich defeated Jody Threat with a snowplow which is what I need today. And in match one of the best of three series Grizzled Young Vets defeated ABC with a grit. Your teeth. And now over to Moses with the Rampage Report.
1: All right, all right, all right, are y'all ready to do some reporting? Some Rampage report, and that doesn't work well, but we're going to run with it this week. Top Flight defeats Private Party, and after the match, Top Flight ex- uh, attempted to shake the hand of Private Party, but they would not accept. Renaner interviews Sammy Guevara. He is now medically cleared to compete after Powerhouse Hobbs attacked him. He has been out for, I swear to God, he came back. He was there for like two weeks and has been gone for what feels like a month and a half. It's probably not even that long. Backstage, Planet Jared is still a thing. Why? Why is it still a thing? They rise Jay Le- they rinse Jay Lethal for his uh for losing the streak. They say that uh he's gotta get back to being a ruthless SOB that they are. They all gotta get back to being ruthless SOBs that they are. Big Bill and Ricky Starks defeat the Dark Order as Starks spears Evil Uno outside of the ring, and then uh, hits Silver with the Rochambeau in the ring. Backstage, Powerhouse Hobbs and Don Callis respond to Sammy and Hobbs uh, respond to Sammy by Hobbs saying that he isn't worried in the slightest by Guevara's threats. Queen Anamita loses for the bazillionth time as Willow Nightingale defeats her with the power bomb, after the match. So Hathaway and Chris Statlander argue for a bit as they both uh, tried to raise Willow's hand, you know, because they're fighting for her attention right now. Willow Nightingale and uh, and Amita, you know, they shook it out. Friendly competition. You know, th- 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 Willow's awesome, but so is Amita and I feel like she really needs to get some dubs. Really gotta get some dubs. Renee interviews Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends as they anticipate uh, the uh, Undisputed Kingdom's interruption, which happens right on cue. Adam Cole begins taunting Chuck Taylor for being hurt in the end. The group sets up a trios match for next week, but it's freaking hilarious that Adam Cole is willing to make fun of somebody for being hurt as he's hurt. Also backstage, the Outcasts and Harley Cameron are interrupted by Stokely Hathaway, uh, Nightingale, and, and Statlander. Uh, Harley bit Stathley, uh, Stokely, Stathley, Stokely, and then began mocking Willow, uh, setting up a match for next week, but we will see Ruby Soho and Soraya take on Nightingale and Statlander. I wonder if they can work together. and see if, uh, Homeboy's got his, uh, hands in that one. And in the main event, CMLL's, it's Harinis, uh, wow, i almost fucked up the name. Don't do it. Uh, her... Herinacone? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> butchered me. Um, Her... He... Serena... Him, he, sir, I butchered the shit out of it. CMLL's best. Mystico. Philoto Jr. Masco Dorado. Of course I know those guys. That's a hard name. This is fun stuff for Rampage. <laughs> they defeat the team of Daddy Magic, Matt Sidell, Christopher Daniels, Angela Parker... Uh, as of course, the guy I can't pronounce hits a big knee on CD to pick up the dub, which kind of sucks. But hey, CD got me some points in the fantasy league. So now, it's time to kick it to the cap so he can recap the smack.
0: Oh, this is not going to go well. Anyway. Logan Paul and Kevin Owens go back and forth to open the show. Logan then sits on commentary for Kevin Owens' match. During the match, Logan Paul hands knocks to Austin Theory, but Owens takes them for himself, knocks out Theory, knocks out Grayson Waller, and tucks them into his knee pad as he pins Austin Theory, not wanting to repeat his mistake at the Rumble. Logan Paul then runs away after the match. Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate defeat pretty deadly LWO and Legato del Fantasma in a four-way qualifier where they will face the winners of the match on Raw to challenge the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. Bailey makes her WrestleMania decision in badass fashion as she teases picking Rhea Ripley while her stablemates giggle behind her. But Bailey shuts them down by speaking Japanese and reveals she knows they've been mocking her. As Bailey confronts Eos' guy, she's then jumped by Asuka and Kairi Sane. But Bailey obviously saw this coming and pulls out a steel pipe that she'd hidden behind the steel steps and fights them off. She then stands face to face with the champion before Io backs out of the ring and Bailey makes it official for WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits versus The Final Testament ends in a no contest as it quickly turns into chaos. Scarlett gets involved but the odds are evened by b as the Final Testament finally backs down. Tiffany Stratton makes her debut with a win over Michin with the prettiest moonsault ever. And finally, Cody Rhodes' WrestleMania decision. And I don't really think I need to fill you in on the details because the internet imploded over this segment in the last six days, but nevertheless, Reigns buries Seth Rollins and the World Championship before Cody is uh, Cody arrives on the scene and says he still wants the WWE Championship and wants to beat Roman for it. Out comes Cousin Dwayne for a standoff with Roman. The politics have begun. Cody is over like a motherfucker. We already touched on this at the start of the show, but damn, what a shitstorm. Uh, And the weekend was just getting started because now Moses is on course for collision.
2: I guess it's time time to to take this report onto the road,
1: because it's time for the collision course. See, that's a good good segue. That's a good segue. Let's see if I butcher some names in this one, and I probably will. Eddie Kingston defeats Brian Keith in a proven ground match with a spinning back fist after the match. Tony Cervani announces that Brian Keith is now all elite. Following his attack on Dynamite, John Moxley sends a message to CMLL, and Brian Danielson defeats... And see, that's the guy. See, that's the guy. Uh... He... Chirino. He Chirino. See how hard that was? I'm just serious. But He Chirino attacks Danielson after the match. And Claudio Castagnoli makes the save backstage. FDR and Daniel Garcia set their eyes on the trio's title match. Oh, the series, sorry, trio's titles after they return of the ranking system. So, again, it's set up in a nice way. People are angry about it. But well, let's see where it goes. Look defeated the uh, the Outrunners in a handicap match locking Truth Magnum in the Red Rum. Tony Giovanni interviews Mark Briscoe in the ring about his involvement with FTR and Daniel Garcia. House Black then appear on screen to make it clear that the Briscoe has made himself a target. The greatest jobber since Zack Ryder Queen Amanita, perfectly said, picks up another loss as she submits to Serena Deep. See, that's, 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 that's how we play this up around here in Max Wrestling. We want her to win so bad that we make her losses feel like dubs. In the ring, Swerve uh, is in there with Swerve Strickland. He acknowledges Black History Month. Nate drops Ron Simmons, Kofi Kingston, uh, Athena, and looks to put his name alongside them in the future to be, as he wants to become AEW World Champion. Strickland then claims that there is, there will be no interference from Prince Nana or the embassy against Hangman as he does not want any excuses. Red Velvet gets another dub against uh, Vert Vixen with the mix because I'm not a Red Velvet fan, people. I'm sorry. FDR Daniel Garcia defeated the uh, the, uh, Patrocity as Garcia rolls up Nick Wayne, leading. Christian, christian cage or furious as ftr and University garcia University. dance in there and they all got the boogie on now let's uh let's recap some rumble time but this one
5: first before we
1: get into that before we get into the rumble it's time for the cap to recap this match. wait no it's going in wrong.
0: For Raw, Seth Rollins opens the show and says it's been a hell of a week in WWE. Bit of an understatement. Rollins um, ah, is then met with very loud boos for The Rock and we want Cody chance. Cody joins him to hopefully give some answers. Uh, for the first time in 20 years, we hear, almost 20 years, we hear a deafening Rocky Sucks chant. Um, Rollins tries to influence Cody, choosing him at WrestleMania for the world title. The crowd boos this and Drew McIntyre interrupts, showing off his new CM Punk mean t-shirt. McIntyre tries to talk Cody into finishing his story with Roman because he clearly wants Seth for himself. McIntyre then drops Rollins with a Glasgow kiss before ducking out from Cody. DIY defeat New Day, the Creed Brothers and Imperium in their qualifier and of course will face Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate for a shot at the Judgment Day. In an Elimination Chamber qualifier, Becky Lynch defeated Shayna Baszler with a manhandle slam. In the ring, Rhea Ripley called out Nia Jax. Adam Pearce tries to interject and announces Ripley will defend her title against Jax at Elimination Chamber. Nia Jax interrupts and quickly begins brawling with Ripley. Pearce takes a dump. A a bump? He didn't take a dump. That very wouldn't not have been PG. Adam Pearce takes a bump. Security tries to intervene, but Jax lays him out and hits Ripley with an annihilator. Ivar and Valhalla defeat Tazawa and Maxine Dupree. The Miz defeated JD McDonough thanks to extraction from Truth as he hands McDonough his cut of their t-shirt money uh, and Miz lands a skull-crushing finale. In the ring with Imperium, Gunther looks for a new challenger and is confronted by Jey Uso taking his stand for a singles championship. Gun for them, bumps Jay and gets tackled before Imperium Attack and New Day make the save. The Kabuki Warriors defeat Katana Chance and Caden Carter in their rematch to retain the Women's Tag Team title with an insane elbow and a DDT combo. In the main event, Cody Rhodes defeats Shinsuke Nakamura in a bull rope match with the Crossroads, but after the match, Cody is attacked by Drew McIntyre as he lays him out with a Claymore. Well before we get back to AEW, It's a double bill from Beer this week as he reviews Vengeance Day and recaps this past Tuesday on the NXT round.
6: Hey guys, this is your boy Beer. This is the uh, NXT round. We're going to begin this with the Vengeance Day results show. For me, an absolute banger of a pay per view PLE. Uh, If you have about a couple of hours or so of your time, I recommend you watch this show. This show was absolutely superb, start to finish. Every match had a story, and I was a humongous fan of this specific show. Show kicks off with the Dusty Rhodes Club Classic final between Braun Breaker and baron corbin against camaro hayes and trick williams braun and baron get the dub it was a bit of a scary spot initially when braun breaker went into the ropes he got a little bit twisted and he sort of like like a little bit looked like he had a bit of a he did it to his head but i think he did a little bit damage to his, to his neck or something like that in the end but thankfully everything was okay great tank team match to start of the show and uh which led to the more interesting part, which I will get to in a few moments. Dijak against Joe Gacy. Dominic Dijakovic picks up the win. Yes, I still call him Dominic Dijakovic. But you know what? Run out. hell. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic de- defeats Joe Gacy in an absolute brutal no-disqualification match. Ends up with Gacy uh, smiling as he was knocked out by uh, Dijak. Yes, I'll call him Dijak for you. And it was a very brutal match, so I'm looking forward to see how this rivalry will plan out going in towards Stand and Deliver. Next, we have the six-person tag match between The Family against OTM with Jada Parker. Uh, the Family pick up the win. Impressive showing by Adriana Reza, and also a great showing as well from Jada Parker. I'm very interested of where these two young women are going to be heading to. And uh, I haven't been my fancy league. So <clears throat> that's a good thing. Women's Championship match. It initially began with Lyra Valkyria versus Roxanne Perez. Now, for me, with this, this is your stand and deliver main event. This was not a Vengeance Day match. For me, I think they might have, um, might have um, put this a bit too soon. I think Roxanne and Lyra were stand and deliver quality. But... That's not me. That's Shawn Michaels' booking. But we had a great match between them two. It led to really much right towards the last quarter of the match. When Lola Vice cashed in her breakout tournament contract. And it led to uh, quite a surprise for me. I thought she was going to cash in at Stand and Deliver. As usual, Tate and Paxley interfered in the match. And costs both women the match. Lyra retains. It's a bit of a surprise to her. But... That is, it's a great champion, a great triple threat match, great showing as well from Lyra. She is getting better and better and better. We know how talented Roxanne Perez is, and we know that Lola is starting to be on the rise. After the match, leads to a backstage brawl between Roxanne and Lola, sets up to a match for them on NXT on Tuesday. Obafemi too good for Dragon Lee. Uh, this dude is going places, man. I can guarantee you, this guy reminds me of keith lee back in black and gold days if you've seen how good keith lee was then you wait to see over femi now under the Shawn michaels administration also we have a chase you segment where uh, that calendar was sold out in 30 minutes let me uh, reiterate that that calendar was sold out in 30 minutes i even checked on euro shops if they had any available but sadly they didn't bit of a disappointment but the calendar A lot of little chickadees on there. Main event. Ilya Dragunov defeats Trick Williams. And for me, which for me is a five-star classic. Absolutely breathtaking. matches, was even to points where I thought Trick was going to do it. But Dragunov, he's just a -a once-in-a-generation talent for me, man. And also, um, it led to, uh, at the end of the match, the expected happened. Carmelo turns on Trick which leads to Fuck You mellow Chance" at the end of the show. Now, also, during the middle of the show, there was a mysterious vignette being played. It says something to do with three faces. Now, that is interesting because I was looking up on Twitter. Apparently, it's a Japanese thing. Don't tell me that WWE have pulled it off and they're bringing in Kazuchika Okada. If they do, I will freak if Kazuchika Ricardo appears at standings other, I can't see it happening quite personally. Unless it's probably a big sign this one from Japan. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. But anyway, that is your Vengeance in review. Let's go over to NXT from Tuesday. Now we go to NXT. Show opens with Carmelo Hayes. And my God, man. The booze, the fuck you Mellow chants were absolutely... Ridiculous. I mean, you know, Melo didn't even speak a word. And you can see the aura of a heel turn. And I fucking love it, man. Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin are dressed winning the Dusty Cup Classic. And Alicia Taylor finally calls on the wolf dogs to Baron Corbin's disgust. Leads to the opening match of the evening between Axiom and Nathan Frazier. Defeat Malik Blade and Adry Fantastic tag team match. Four top high flyers with future title potentials. You have a couple of 15 minutes. Watch the match. Fantastic. It leads to uh, Baron and uh, uh, Braun attacking uh, Frazier and Axum at the end of the match. Family come out and pretty much now the match is confirmed for next week between the family and Breaker and Baron. Now, this for me could be Breaker's farewell. Unless he's going to pull off Double Duty Braun. Who knows? Ilya Dragunov addresses Carmelo Hayes' track on Trick Williams to be interrupted by Dominic Dijakovic, and it led to uh, a proper right hand by Dijak right on the nose of Ilya Dragunov, (laughs) who's a fucking right hand by the way, and uh, leads to the main event of the evening between Dijak and Dragunov. Run it back to last year, the Masiata battleground was exceptional. Lexus King defeats Riley Osborne with a coronation, which is off the top rope this time, which is absolutely madness. This guy is so good, man. Trust me. He, I can't believe AEW really did not use this guy. This guy's character is fantastic. Believe you me, this guy is going places. Kamal Hayes returns to the ring to another wonderful chorus of boos. And also of um, You're Not Him Chance anymore. But this line got me going. It said, the villain is always the villain when the hero is telling the story. I was thinking, that's a line and a half. The dude even pulled off a Shawn Michaels' Bret the Hitman Hart in 2005 when, when the music for Bret Hart was played. But Trick's theme was played, but there was no trick. As he was apparently in the hospital alongside Booker T singing that horrific theme. <laughs> I thought that was a bit brutal by um, Mr. Carmelo Hayes. The mysterious vignette plays again with the three faces. Who is this mysterious person? Is it Kazuchika Okada? Is it a massive name from Japan? Is it Julia? We don't know. We're hopefully going to get a little bit more information on that. But if I find out further information, I will put that on my channel. Roxanne Perez defeats Lola Vice. Quite a short match, a bit disappointing. Could have been a bit longer. Tatum, for some reason, tried to cash in, for some reason, Lola's a breakout contract, which is uh, expired because she cashed in on Sunday. No Lyra Valkyria on the show tonight. Quite interesting. Last Legend and Jakara Jackson, who we've not seen for a while due to injury, defeat Rand Sinclair and Fallon Henley. After the match, we see Josh Briggs and Brooks Jansen, former teammates of Fallon Henley. Apparently, Brett Briggs... Uh, <clears throat> Jansen saying to Briggs he misses the old days obviously misses being him and Fallon and Josh Briggs showed a pair of bollocks and said I told Jensen it's a man up I'll grow a pair of balls I'll go back to the performance center I thought brutal. <laughs> main event Ilya Dragunov defeats DiJack. great match and ends up with uh, Melo attacking Ilya to close the show now are we getting Ilya versus Melo for the three matches we've seen previously for me were all five star classics these two's in-ring chemistry is exceptional for me i'm a bit biased but i don't care this week this show gets a five out of five great storytelling mellows heel turn the road to stand and deliver is up and running now we're going to take you to last night on dynamite
1: all right dynamite let's get into it great show stop yourself go rewatch it if you have it great fucking show it was such a great show i rewatched it this morning before we got up. There. absolute banger and then another one just another one to add to the list hangman swerve ends in the time limit draw a mere second half a second if you will away from swerve potentially winning and going on to face samoa joe swerve asks for five more minutes hangman laughs it off because Swerve had to beat him, and because he did it, he's not gonna get it. A ski of own relays a message from TK that they both will challenge Samoa Joe at Revolution. It's gonna be a three-way for the AEW title.
0: Banger incoming.
1: Oh, good God, is it gonna be? With Diana Peraza on commentary, Tony Storm defeats Red Velvet with a spinning toe hold. They need weird moves, but hey, Tony Storm again, <laughs> planning it up. That's how she does. Tony and Deanna went face-to-face after the match as uh, Luther pushes them apart. Nothing too, too crazy. Obviously building towards him coming to Clash of Revolution, maybe leaning towards Deanna winning the belt already. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Never know. Backstage, Renee interviews Orange Cassidy and the best friends, minus Chuck, because he's in the back getting uh, checked on, so they got to go check on Chuck getting checked on, because that made me laugh way harder (laughs) than it ever should. Uh, and then obviously they're talking ahead about their trios match against the Undisputed Kingdom on Rampage. Bc this was another banger, again for no good goddamn reason. The BCC versus um her it was her her cynic or her, 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 her I keep forgetting guys how to say it, pronounce the name properly. Um, he's awesome. Volderloa Junior, Masco Dorado CMLL guys surround the ring after the match. Uh, AEW reinforcements come out uh, especially like CD, CD even popped out that tri- tripped me out a little bit yeah. Tony Khan announces big business in Boston with the money signs on the word Boston already giving you exactly what Dave Meltzer has been telling y'all for weeks that mercedes Monet is on the way coming probably as soon as March 13th and oh yeah this feud is still going Takesta defeats Chris <laughs> Jericho with the walls of Jericho and an assist from Don Callis uh, distracting the referee with a chair and nailing Jericho with a screwdriver during the match Sammy Guevara attacks Hobbs with a chair So they're gonna keep building on that one uh, as much as it, this was a feud that refuses to stop I actually didn't mind it kind of really like this one uh, He, uh, To me Jericho is playing a, a very good Kenny Omega or at least trying to or at least trying to
0: I think the end of the main
1: event Yeah it did. And In the main event Sting and Darby Allen defeat Ricky Starks and Big Bill with the Scorpion Death Drop as Sting heads into his final match as one half of the AEW Tag Team Championship champions. But after the match, the Young Bucks in their uh, just I don't know if uh, these suits are great. The the dickheads they are. The EVPs that they are went out there beat the living crap out of these guys with baseball bats. Obviously setting up a match at Revolution where it will be Sting and Darby Allen against the Young Bucks for. The AEW Tag Team Championships
0: I mean You, you talked about it on TSK how you talk Things into fruition I think we talked this one into Fruition we were saying weeks ago Give Sting just something yeah, dude. An accolade in AEW before he retires And they give him the tag team titles I'm pretty sure we said tag team titles too
1: We did and The, um, the, the, the pop though that's the thing yeah. that got The pop dude in, 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 in the middle Of Phoenix TSK being Represented by Kyle who was literally behind The announce table <laughs> throwing up two sweets all night long. First off, appreciate you for for showing love, and secondly, again, got we're jealous of you for getting to see the the incredibleness, the awesomeness that was this main event. That was the opener for fuck's sake, you know and I mean, this was just a hell of a show, uh, a shining moment for Sting. It's going to be sad that he's going to lose the belt on his way out, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, at least he's got something on his accomplishments uh, being an AEW. And, and sure there's some people laughing Like they gave a title to an old man That's retiring but you know what Fuck you guys
1: It's all about the feel good moment Get it before you don't Now before we go any further Beer and Phoenix both have a few things to get off their chest So let's first hear For the man they call Phoenix
0: I'm not, I'm not sure I can take any more of people getting stuff off their chests.
1: <laughs> people are mad today People are mad <laughs>
2: I don't mean to brag, but there's very little left for me to do here in match wrestling. I've won almost everything, I've faced pretty much everybody. Uh, I mean, I've faced Teddy P, Travis, Cypher, the captain, Beard, the demoness, Moses, Teddy P, the list goes on. Except for one person. One person, the one person I probably have the most history with here in Max Wrestling. Michael Larkin. Michael, uh, uh, Battles from the Past, unquestionably epic. But that was on the trivia side. I want to bring things, I think it's time that we bring things over to the promo side. And see who the better better man is. So I am hereby challenging you to a promo bout on the 29th at Leap of Faith. And here's my question. Are you man enough to take that leap of faith and accept my challenge? Or are you going to sit there like a little bitch behind your computer and fake amnesia again? You better bring your A-game bitch, because I ain't fucking around anymore.
6: Well, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. I try to be a nice guy. I try to play by your rules.
5: You know, a couple of weeks have gone down ever since when I got jumped in my own home by an armasaurus. You keep playing your mind games. You keep talking a lot of trash. But you know what? A lot of things have come to me ever since what happened. With that being said, I've got a number of candidates who I think is behind you, an armasaurus, and this hurts, coming from one brother to another. I find it a little bit coincidental. Then, why I wanted in the Dragon Club to make that club one of the strongest factions of all time. I find it a bit weird that Phoenix didn't want me. Lawyer, captain, did want me. But a certain somebody did take my place and my finger points at you, Travis. That's right, my finger points at you. You're the one that's behind the non-maskers. You're the one orchestrating all the attacks on me because you don't want me one want part of the Dragon Club and you don't want me as a World Heavyweight Champion. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm entering the match for the Tag Team Championships. And there's one guy, and one guy only, that I want to be by my side and be my tag team partner, and we'll become the world tag team champions. And that is you, Mr. Moses Marquez. You and me, we will become the tag team champions. Do you accept my invitation? Yeah.
0: Leap of Faith is coming your way on February 29th. It is our pit stop before Promomania, and it's already turning into a can't-miss show, especially after this week. It seems the challenge has been accepted, if you agree, Mo. Will it be Beer and El Jefe challenging the captain and Cypher for our tag team titles at Leap of Faith?
1: Looks like I got a footy buddy to get a phone call to. We'll find out next (laughs) week. Also, we have our main event set in stone after what just happened earlier. It will be the return of the Kingpin as he goes one-on-one with your reigning, defending, Max Wrestling World Champion, Cypher.
0: Yeah, a King's arrival is never silent, and that sure as hell wasn't. Um, And we may have another match. As we heard a few moments ago, the Phoenix has called out the podcast machine. Will it be old rivals? Phoenix versus Larkin for the first time ever in a promo showdown at Leap of Faith. Mike, I know you're listening. Do you accept Phoenix's challenge? Um, Actually, Phoenix is the one that pointed out to me and in in that promo that you've never had a promo about. All your history you've got together, it's always been trivia. So um, that's certainly something to look out for. Uh, Go to maxrassingnet.weebly.com slash leap for more information on that. And also... Beer, um pointing the finger at travis for being anon Masqueras. i mean if anybody knows who anon masqueras is it's moses um and as his stable buddy i can assure you i don't think it's travis but hey i'm sure travis is willing to prove that himself at some point um He's
1: done the mask b- before
0: he has yeah but it was, it was a different mask and he's a changed person now. He's not even the walker anymore. He's Travis Anderson. So, uh, beer, I think you may be getting a little bit ahead of yourself there, pointing the fingers, but I'll speak to Travis and see what he wants to uh, do about that. In the meantime, thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than the hidden footage hit the kingpin. Before we go anywhere. <laughs> Here's what Moses has for you, pencil neck geeks this week on the A to B. No wait, it's changed. It's a different name. Here's what Moses and the TSK have for you this week. We've clicked this.
1: Yeah. Like that. So yeah, I I we're not calling we're not making fun of people being blind anytime soon. So um uh, Fats out of the way. Um, So as you guys have been noticing, the TSK was coming hot and heavy for a while, and we kind of slowed down, only uh, due to a couple of technical editing issues. However, a whole lot of stuff is going to drop. So we did actually cover the NXT Vengeance Day show, uh, so that will probably drop Friday. And later today, we will actually drop our take on The Rock, strong arming, strong arming, WWE, and Taking Over WrestleMania. So for those who have been much anticipation for that one, it's coming. Don't you trip, Tater Chip. They're all on the way. Um, as far as all the other fun stuff, I do have a little bit of news as far as all of the sports stuff. So being that we are Max Wrestling UK and being the fact that I like to cover Tottenham, which is you know obviously out there in North London, American talking Tottenham is going to stay on max wrestling. Uh, the idea of bolt Rant is still there. It hasn't yet to come into fruition, but when it does, it will be on its own little thing. So expect a whole lot more me talking spurs. And there's going to be at least three older episodes dropping along with God only knows what else from the TSK. Like I said, the stuff we already had mentioned, um, I'm going to attempt to try to get a preview out of us going to Brighton on Saturday, but if I don't get out that one, be for sure uh, out with a review following that ASAP, because, uh, you know, I like to get mad when we fucking just give games away in the last fucking minute for no good goddamn reason. Sunny Brighton. Oh, my God. Fucking, It's very spursy of them. Very spursy. I'm learning the hard way what you boys always meant. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the fun stuff And you guys want to join the fun stuff You got to follow the socials, got to get on there Evil X Machine, formerly known as Twitter At Max Wrestling UK, at the Captain 512 At Podnet. check out the website MaxWrestlingNet.weeble.com All the links are there, do it, get there now Don't forget to hit the subscribe button right here Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials And now to close the show It's time Oh no, you already went to therapy so No thank God for no therapy, we're not doing therapy <laughs> I ain't again. doing
0: therapy again
1: <laughs> then again I think you would need a new therapist period But we appreciate y'all uh, hanging yeah. out um, Hopefully Hopefully And I'm saying this uh, Big Mike Larkin Ain't
0: mm. Uh We've had so much to cover this week Um, I feel like I should apologize For taking up so much of your time this week People but hopefully you've enjoyed it Um, Hopefully you were as afraid Of the kingpin as we were yeah. But uh, with that said Join us next week for hopefully more drama from the wrestling world. Um, God only knows what's going to happen in that press conference tonight. Um, if you listen to this, you've probably already seen it because, you know, some of you listen to it late. But there you go. Phoenix. Uh, this was like six months ago. Um, and join us next week for definitely more drama from us as the Kingpin and Cypher will be face-to-face signing their contract for Leap of Faith. Um, and we may have to get security. But... You've been watching the Cap and Moe, and briefly the Kingpin. Goodbye, and good night.
1: Never, ever, ever piss off the doctor.